Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Activate God's Purpose, where we yield our humanity to God's divinity. Today, let's talk about a mocking spirit or the mocking spirit. I don't know if you've ever come across people who always mock other people always pull other people down, always bring other people down. It's as if that's all they live for. I don't know if you've ever had such a person in your life or such people in your life, if you've ever come across them. They just have this very mean and wicked and down-putting spirit I mean, talk about emotional, mental, and verbal abuse. And they thrive on it. And it's not because they're happy. They're miserable. But instead of healing and taking care of their problem, they decide to put their low self-esteem on other people. They decide to project The fact that they don't like who they are on other people. And maybe it's been done to you. It's a terrible feeling. It's a terrible life. It's it's a horrible experience. It's It's a nightmare to have someone who has a mocking spirit who has been possessed by a mocking spirit. And they live to put others down. They live to put you down. They live to put your family, your friends, your loved ones down. They can't put themselves up. So how can they put you up? They prefer to put you down because they refuse to go and put themselves up. They refuse to heal. They refuse to go for healing. They refuse to go for help. They refuse to go for assistance. And so they keep putting you down and then make you feel like you're the problem. You're the issue. So let's talk today. And hopefully by the end of this podcast, you will realize that, yes, while you are not a perfect human being, no Nobody, nobody has the right to put you down or down put you. Nobody has the right to verbally abuse you, mentally abuse you, emotionally abuse you. Nobody has that right. And you should not give them that power. You should not give them that power. And one of the ways to conquer this mocking spirit is to be close to God, be close to Jesus be close to the Holy Spirit because the Spirit is a very powerful Spirit because it uses words. It uses words. A person possessed by a mocking Spirit uses words to pull others down, to make fun of them. They go after what is good in you. They make you feel like you're crazy. Something is wrong with you. They mock any and everything good and powerful and beautiful about you. 
They don't want to see you thrive. They refuse to thrive. And so they don't want anybody around them to thrive. They're very deceitful in the sense that the general public, general people around don't see or hear this mocking spirit. It waits to put you in an isolated place, in a place where others cannot see, in a place where others cannot hear. And then it starts the mocking. And then it starts the mocking. And if you're not strong, if you're not strong spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, it will destroy you. It will destroy you. It uses words. The saying that words have power is no joke. And words can be used in a good way or words can be used in a terrible, wicked and evil way. Words can be used to create. God himself said, let us make. And that's how he created the earth, right? You and I. And then you have those who are wicked, who are evil, who use words to destroy, who, if they're in witchcraft, use incantations. If they are diviners, they use incantations. If they are people who are possessed by spirits of jealousy, mocking spirits, spirits of envy, spirits of insecurity, they use words to destroy other people. Be careful who surrounds you and the words they use around you. Be careful even the words you speak over your life and over other people's lives. But today we're talking about people who are so insecure that the spirit of mocking or mocking spirit has possessed them. And they have not gone for help. They refuse to be helped and have become one with the spirit. It's, it's that they go from a place of being insecure, being um, broken and not healing. And because spirits latch onto people's emotions, whatever emotion you're feeling is what the devil will use, is what Satan will use. Whatever emotions you're feeling, so if you're feeling envy, jealousy, insecure, uh, um, whatever it is, even grief, whatever terrible feeling, they will latch on it if you allow them to, and then they possess you. And then you can either go for help and go for deliverance, admit to what's happened to you and what's happening, or you can invite them in and let them stay and become who and what they want you to become and use you not only to destroy yourself, but to destroy other people, even your loved ones. I found some words to try and describe this mocking spirit. I, I looked up um, some synonyms and I'm going to take the time to call them out. And then I'll read um, two scriptures in the Bible so you understand. This, this spirit is, is evil. And it becomes even more evil when the person that it has possessed 
embraces, accepts, and tolerates the spirit. They now become a weapon of destruction, mental destruction, emotional destruction, spiritual destruction, physical destruction, financial destruction, it, because what it does is it attacks your spirit, attacks your mind, attacks your confidence, and anything that attacks those things, it, the aim is to bring you down, is to keep you under, is to prevent you from progressing, is to prevent you from becoming your best self, is to prevent you from fulfilling God's divine plan for your life. It is to keep you in the dark and to keep you in darkness. It is deliberate. At first, it starts like a, a human fault. It, it just seems like, okay, this person has issues. And then after a while, it grows and grows and grows and takes over the person because they refuse to get help. And it becomes an everyday thing. And they find ways to torment you. They find ways to mock you, to mimic you, to tease you. They find ways to make you feel like something is wrong with you. They find ways to bring down any sense of hope, faith, or optimism that you have. Don't play with the spirit. Don't tolerate. Don't joke with the spirit. Don't pet the spirit. It is out to kill and to destroy, to destroy and to kill anything good, anything powerful in you, anything that is purpose, anything that is progress in you. It is out to kill and to destroy. Don't play with it because it is not playing with you. It has targeted you and it comes for the kill. It comes to destroy. Listen to me well. Don't play with it. Constant mocking. Constant um, torment. Constant ways to pull you down, bring you down. Sometimes it even appears to be nice. It appears to, to act kind. It appears to do good things and kind things. But it's really leading to destruction. It's really leading to seeing your downfall. There's nothing, absolutely nothing good about it. So let's use some words. Um, the first one is acidulous. Acidulous, A-C-I-D-U-L-O-U-S. It means it's a biting spirit. It's a cutting spirit. It's a sarcastic spirit. So the spirit has the skill to be acidulous. In other words, it uses biting words, cutting comments, sarcasm to bring you down, to pull you down. And so you have to be extremely strong in the Holy Spirit, in Jesus and in God, because it has a way to, to cut through with biting words and sarcasm, cut through into your spirit, cut through into your soul, cut through into your mind, cut through into your emotions and pull you down. The other word is burlesque. I hope I'm saying this properly. And it's spelled B-U-R, 
B-U-R-L-E-S-Q-U-E, burlesque. And the, the, the meaning of that is it, um, caricatural, C-A-R-I-C-A-T-U-R-A-L, caricature, in other words. Ludicrous, comic, comical. In other words, people who possess this mocking spirit, they want to make a caricature out of you. They, they, they make you feel like everything you do and say is ludicrous. They mock you. They, 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 they make everything you do and say comical. They treat you as though you're the dumbest person on earth, as though you're the most stupid person on earth, as though how could you possibly say that? How could you possibly think that? Even when you are making sense, they make you feel like, how could you say that? Well, what do you mean by that? Well, what does that mean? Well, how can you think that way? You know, as if your opinions, your thoughts, and your ideas are the most stupid things they've ever heard in their life. It's, and they do it on purpose. They know you make sense. They know you have the right to your opinion, to your ideas. God gave your mind to think. He gave you emotions to feel. God gave you your soul. But the person who is possessed by a mocking spirit does not want you to understand how intelligently and fearfully and wonderfully you're made. And so they will mock you, make caricatures out of you, everything you do and say. They'll make you feel like what you're saying and thinking, your thoughts are ludicrous. They will embarrass you in front of other people by their body language, or by the way they respond to you in public and treat you in public. The other word is cynical. Cynical meaning contemptuous. They treat you in such a contemptuous way, in such a disrespectful manner. Other words are scornful, pessimistic, sneering, unbelieving, scoffing. So not only are they contemptuous, or treat, not only do they treat you contemptuously, they treat you in such a scornful manner, like you're nothing, like you're dirt under their feet. And, and they, they, they're pessimistic people. And so if you're someone who has faith, who has hope, who has belief, who has values, they will mock that as well. They will target that, mock that as well. They will sneer at you. They want you to feel hopeless. They want you to feel dumb. They want to dumb you down so that they can control you. They want you to hate yourself because they don't like themselves. And so they project on you. They are unbelieving and they scoff. They scoff at everything you do and say. Doesn't matter how great, how beautiful. Doesn't matter how much effort you're making. Doesn't matter how wonderful and they're unbelieving. They have no hope. They have no faith. They have no belief. So they want you to be as empty as they are, to be as miserable as they are. So they want you to be hopeless, to be faithless, to be weak. You cannot allow them to do that to you. If you allow that to happen, they will conquer you and they will destroy every bit of goodness, of intelligence, of wonder, and power that God has put inside you.
They will destroy your power to think, to have an opinion, an idea, to create. Don't play with this mocking spirit. The other word for them is, is that they're also derisive or derisive. And other words for derisive or derisive, however you want to pronounce that, is um, other words are cheeky, cocky, disdainful, flip, flip or flippant, insulting, jeering, rude, sassy. They are cheeky, not only sarcastic, not only, not only do they make biting and cutting comments, not only do they make you feel ludicrous, not only do they sneer at you, they scoff at you, but they insult you. They jeer at you, jeer, G, J, jeering, J-E-E-R-I-N-G. They jeer at you constantly. Even when you go about your business, they find ways to insult you. They find ways to jeer at you. They're also extremely rude, extremely rude and sassy. All kinds of words coming out of their mouths. They are cocky, severe arrogance, severe arrogance. Talking to them is like talking to a stone. It's like talking to a stone wall. At least the rock, when, when, when Moses hit the rock, it produced water or milk. The, the, these people, these people who are filled with this mocking spirit, can't even respond, will not respond, because the whole point of not responding is to make you feel like you are crazy, is to make a caricature out of you, is to mock you, is to scoff at you, make you feel like there's nothing good about you and nothing good can come out of you. They insult everything you do and say. They are the peak of arrogance, cocky. Why? To pull you down because they can't pull themselves up. In fact, they get to a point where they don't want to pull themselves up. So they live for pulling you down. That's what they live for. Another word for them is also um, elusive. They are deceitful, delusive, fake, false, illusory. I'll spell that I-L-L-U-S-O-R-Y. They are misleading and they are a sham. They will appear nice in the beginning. They will appear honest and helpful in the beginning. Until God opens your eyes and you see that everything they do or say is actually filled with deceit. It's fake. It's false. It is illusory. It is delusive, misleading, and a sham because all of the niceness is to get you to a place where they can trap you and keep you and isolate you. And then they slowly start to go at you. They slowly start the contempt, the scorn, the sneering, the teasing, the torment. They slowly start insulting and jeering. And you see the extreme rudeness and cockiness in them. Another word for them is ironic. They are acrid. 
A-C-R-I-D, you know, the acidic, the first word was um, acidulous, A-C-I-D-U-L-O-U-S. This word here under ironic is acrid, A-C-R-I-D. It gives you a sense of sour. They're sour people. They are acidic. They burn and make things rot in you. They burn the good things out of you. They're acidic, acidic, acrid. Don't go near them because acrid is even the, the smell of them, even the scent, even the sight of them will burn you. They're acidic. Even their touch will burn you. Their words will burn you. They're arrogant. They're bitter. They're caustic. You see, look at those words, caustic, C-A-U-S-T-I-C, acrid, acidulous. It's like a chemical, right? Have you ever seen like those movies or ever done like chemistry in class where there's certain types of chemicals? If you smell them, you, you, you literally jump because they burn your nose. They burn your nostrils. They burn the air that you breathe. If they touch your garment or any metal or, or, or plastic or material, they burn right through. Just a drop of them will burn right through and destroy that material. People who are filled with mocking spirits are out to destroy. Take them seriously. If they're your loved ones, yes, by all means, pray for them. But guard your heart. Guard your heart. You find them in the office. You find them in the church. You find them in family. You find them in friends. They're everywhere. You find them in marriages. They're everywhere. Everywhere. They are defiant they defy help. They don't want help. They defy the truth of who they were and what they have become and what they're becoming. They're very dis disparaging, always, always down, always wanting to pull down. They exaggerate. They're scathing. They're twisted. Their minds are twisted. Their words are twisted. You don't see them coming. They are unexpected. You don't see them coming. They're unexpected. They are witty. They have a way with words. They know exactly where to hit you. They know exactly which buttons to push. They know exactly what sentence to drop and when and where and how. They're very skilled at what they do. They're very skilled at being biting and cutting and caustic and critical. They're very, very critical. Everything you do is criticized. Everything. They're double-edged in that they show you one side, but then you're not expecting the other side and suddenly, bam, it comes out and it cuts you. They are contemptuous. They're disrespectful. They don't disrespect you or anybody or anything. They don't feel that they have to, they don't want to, they don't care to. Be careful with such people. They are also irreverent. Let me spell that. I-R-R-E-V-E-R-A-N-T. Irreverent. Awless. A-W-E-L-E-S-S. Impious. Impudent. Insolent. In other words, they... they, they um, they don't respect anything or anyone. They're so arrogant. 
that they don't respect anything or anyone. They're impious. They don't worship God. They don't care about God. They don't want to know about God. They are impudent, extremely rude to you, your loved ones, anyone who wants to come near you, anyone who wants to come around you. They are extremely impudent and rude to them because that is a way of making sure that they don't come back around you because the more isolated you are, the more they can cut you. They are irreverential. They are profane. They are sacrilegious. They are profane and they are sacrilegious. They don't care the words that they use against you. They don't care about mocking God. They will mock him. They will mock Jesus. They will mock the Holy Spirit. They're highly, highly arrogant. Highly arrogant. Another word for irreverent is uh, their expression. Another expression is tongue-in-cheek. You cannot say anything. You cannot take anything they say seriously. They lie. And when they're talking, they make fun of you. Even if they're giving a compliment, what appears to be a compliment, it's actually sarcasm. They are ungodly. They are unholy. They are unhallowed. Nothing about them appreciates God. Nothing about them fears God. Nothing about them worships God. Nothing. They might even try to fool you that they worship him or know about him, but they don't. And they know they don't. And they know how dear you hold God and who God is to you. And so they will mock him. They will know your faith. They will see your faith. They will see the power of your faith. They will see your optimism. They will see how joyful you are. They will see what a happy person you are. And they will do everything, everything to destroy that. They can't bear for other people to be happy. They don't like the idea of you being happy, of you being optimistic. They don't like the idea of you having faith. Everything they say is tongue-in-cheek because they're making fun of you, because they're mocking you. They go for the jugular. They are merciless. They have studied you. They know what makes you tick. They know what upsets you. They know the words to use. They know when to use them. They know how to use them. And then when they're done, they act absolutely and completely innocent. I mean, absolutely and completely innocent, right? It knows exactly where to push your buttons. Another word for um, this mocking spirit is mimicry, M-I-M-I-C-R-Y. They camouflage, in other words, they camouflage who they really are until they really show you who they are. And when you see it, believe it. Don't play with this thing. Don't play with it. Deal with it. Deal with it from the root. Right? Pray to God to help you to come out of any kind of relationship with it. Pray to God to lead you. Pray to God to strengthen you because these, the spirit is very strong. Don't underestimate the spirit. It's very calculating, very manipulative. It, 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 can, um, it, can, 
it's almost as if it can predict what you're about to do, what you're thinking, what you're about to say, what actions you're about to take. And then it prepares itself with the words and the actions to pull you down. It's almost as if it's always ahead of you because it has studied you so much. It knows you so well. It takes God. It takes God to deliver you from such a spirit. So if you are around such a spirit, start to pray. Begin to pray. Don't have a pity party. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Ask God to forgive you wherever you went wrong and, 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 and whatever door or portal you opened that the spirit entered into your life. When I say entered, it enters in the form of a person. It enters into the form of a person and I don't know what that person may look like in your life. It could be anybody. But if you see these traits, if these words resonate, begin to ask for help. This is how some people have committed suicide. This is how some people have gone crazy and people thought that this person was perfectly okay. What happened? It's a mocking spirit. This person is brilliant. This person has everything it takes to, 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 to succeed, you know, to, to, to become the best that they can be. What is going on? What is holding them back? The mocking spirit in their life is holding them back, has destroyed their confidence. Let me explain this to you. Let me read from Scripture. And um, let me see, in Nehemiah chapter 4, is a story of Sambalat and Tobias. Um, forgive me if you're hearing a lot of sound in the background. There's just a lot going on around me right now, but I had to get this message out. It says, when Sambalat heard that we were building the wall of Jerusalem, he was very angry and upset. He started making fun of the Jews. Sambalat talked with his friends and the army at Samaria and said, what are these weak Jews doing? You see the mocking? He said, weak Jews. Do they think we will leave them alone? The mocking spirit never leaves you alone. Even when you walk away, even when you find somewhere to get some peace and tranquility to try to get away from it, it will find a way to reach you. It does not like to be ignored. And the more it upsets you, the happier it is. The weaker it makes you, the happier it is. It says, what are these weak Jews doing? Do they think we will leave them alone? Do they think they will offer sacrifices? You see, remember, it is an irreverent spirit. It is insolent, profane, sacrilegious. It doesn't hold God in awe. It doesn't revere God. And so that's why it's asking, do they think they will offer sacrifices? When you are around a mocking spirit, it will not allow you, it will not permit you to worship God. It will fight you tooth and nail to stop you from praying, to stop you from worshiping, to stop you from preaching, teaching, to stop you from spreading the word of God, to stop you from listening to the word of God. 
It will do everything it can. And then it continues to say, maybe they think they can finish building in only one day. You see the mockery? They cannot bring stones back to life from these piles of trash and dirt. You see, again, putting people down, making caricatures out of them, making sarcastic statements, telling them they can't. What are they able to do? Do they think they can? Of course they can't. These are just piles of ashes and dirt. Calling things that the people are using to build God's temple piles of ashes and dirt. Do you see how irreverent the spirit is? How impudent, how impious it is. Verse 3. Tobiah the Ammonite was with Sambalat. Tobiah said, what do these Jews think they're building? That's the mocking spirit. Who do you think, what, what talent do you think you have? What gifts do you think you have? What do you think you're creating? What do you think you're doing when you're trying to build something good, something great, when you're trying to make something out of your life? They come and ask you, what do you think you're doing? As if nothing good will come out of you. We continue to read. If even a small fox climbed upon it, he would break down their wall of stones. Even if a small fox climbed upon it, he would break down their wall of stones, making fun of the Jews as they build, as they create, as they try to stabilize their lives, as they try to build something to worship their creator. Why would you make fun of someone who's trying to build who's trying to create something, and who's trying to create something to worship God. He continues to say in verse 4, Nehemiah prayed. So Nehemiah, what, he, what Nehemiah does, which is what you and I should do when we come across these mocking spirits. <coughs> Excuse me. Nehemiah prayed and said, Our God, listen to our prayer. These men hate us. Sambalat and Tobiah are insulting us. Make bad things happen to them. Make them ashamed. Like people taken away as prisoners. Don't take away their guilt or forgive the sins they have done in your sight. They have insulted and discouraged the builders. You see, Nehemiah did not play with the spirit. Nehemiah told God exactly what he wanted to be done to Sambalat and Tobiah for insulting them, for discouraging the people. He said, make them ashamed, like people taken away as, as prisoners. Don't take away their guilt or forgive the sins they have done in your sight. Why? Because they have insulted and discouraged the builders. Verse 6, we built the wall of Jerusalem all the way around the city, but it was only half as tall as it should be. We did this much we did this much because the people worked with all their heart the people worked with all their heart and then you have the sambalat and this tobiah this mocking spirits these men filled with this mocking spirit coming to discourage the people after the people had worked with all their heart have you worked with all your heart do you know people loved ones who are working with all their heart but they have the sambalat this tobiah this mocking spirit mocking them discouraging them Verse 7, but Sambalat, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Amorites, and the men from Ashdod were very angry. 
they heard that the people continued working on the walls of Jerusalem. So you, you have these spirits, the spirit, mocking spirit, discouraging you, but you continue to work, right? And then the Bible says, it says, they heard the people were repairing the holes in the wall. You're building your life. You're repairing things in your life. You're putting things together in your life. You're working hard. You're focused. But the spirit continues to be impudent, continues to mock you, continues to be cutting, disparaging, scathing. This twisted spirit with his double-edged mouth, tongue-in-cheek words comes to mock you with its cockiness and arrogance. It's a disdainful spirit, wants you to feel miserable and down. It's rude. It insults. It is a flippant spirit. Don't play with it. Pray the way Jeremiah, um, Nehemiah did. Pray the way he did in verse 4. He said, don't have mercy on them, God. Don't pity them. Because they're not out to play. They're out to destroy. The people were working with all their hearts. Put everything into it. Can you imagine putting everything into something and a mocking spirit comes to pull it down? No, it's wrong. It's wicked. It's evil. It says, let me go back up to um, verse 7. But Sambalat, Tobiah, the Arabs, the Ammonites, and the men from Ashdod were very angry. They heard that the people continued working on the walls of Jerusalem. They heard the people were repairing the holes in the wall. So all these men got together. They got together and made plans against Jerusalem. This mocking spirit will gather people against you. But we thank God because the Bible says that they will surely gather, but their gathering is not of God. And so God will come down and scatter them as chaff in the wind. So verse 8, they gathered, right, against the Hebrew people, against the Jewish people. In, in, in our times, they gather against you in your office. They gather against you in your family. They gather against you amongst your cliques, Right? This is true. It's happening to people. Sometimes those you think that love you or those you love, they are the Tobiah, the Sambalites, Sambalats and Tobiases and Ammonites and men from Ashdod or women because it could, a mocking spirit can possess a man or a woman. It doesn't care what your, your gender is. It just wants to use you. And if you allow it, if you house it, it will use you to destroy other people's lives. Verse 8, so all these men got together and made plans against Jerusalem. They planned to stir up trouble against Jerusalem. They planned to stir up trouble against Jerusalem. Don't play with this mocking spirit. It will stir up trouble for you. Trouble at your workplace, trouble in your business, trouble with your health, your mind, your spirit, your soul, trouble with your loved ones, your children, trouble with your friends. Remember, they are elusive. They are deceitful. The spirit is deceitful. It's illusory. It's misleading. So people might think, oh, this is a great guy. This is a great woman. And then it starts to operate ever so slowly. And then it spreads its acid. It starts to, to show itself in witty comments, in sarcasm. Verse 10, 
No, verse 9. But we pray to our God. Let me finish verse 8, actually. So all these men got together and made plans against Jerusalem. They planned to stir up trouble against Jerusalem. They planned to come and fight against the city. But, 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 but we pray to our God, verse 9. But we pray to our God. I'm telling you to defeat Sambalat and Tobiah, this mocking spirit. You have to go to God. David in the Bible prayed to God. David did not fool himself. When his enemies were too strong, he asked God to deliver him from the enemies that were too strong for him. He was a warrior, he was a fighter. What battle did David not win? But he was smart. He stayed in the presence of God. He knew how far he could reach as a human being. And he knew when the battle was beyond his humanity. You have to know when the battle is beyond your humanity. You have to go to your God. You can't fight these spirits with other things but God. You can't fight them with money. You can't fight them with other people. You have to fight them and destroy them with the power and the authority that is in the name of Jesus. You have to call out to God. It says in verse 9, But we pray to our God, and we put guards on the walls to watch day and night so that we could be ready to meet them. You have to be on your guard. You have to be ready to meet them. You have to find wisdom and insight and foresight from God. You have to get discernment from the Holy Spirit. You have to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. How do you do this? Give your life to Jesus, surrender to Jesus, and the Holy Spirit will, Spirit will fill you. The Bible says in Isaiah that the Holy Spirit will rise up as a standard for us against our enemies. Don't play with the Spirit. And the only Spirit that can destroy a mocking spirit, a deceitful spirit, a fake or false and misleading spirit, a critical, bitter, biting, arrogant, acrid spirit, a twisted spirit, is the Holy Spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can destroy that spirit. It is a contemptuous spirit. It is a double-edged spirit. It says, Then the Jews living among our enemies came. Let me see. Uh, make sure I'm on the right track. Sorry about that, dear friends. In verse 11, And our enemies are saying, Let's go back to verse 10. And so at that time, the people of Judah said, the workers are becoming tired. There's too much dirt and trash in the way. We cannot continue to build the wall. You see, the work alone was hard. The work alone was difficult. The work alone was tedious. Now added to that, you have this mocking spirit. Can you imagine you're working so hard? You're putting in so much effort, all your heart, but then you have this spirit that makes you feel like everything you do is ludicrous, that it, it, it th makes you feel like you're some caricature, like you're a lie, like nothing good can come out of you, like you're comical, like you're a joke, treats you with contempt, sneers at you, jeers at you. It's, it's, a, it's a spirit that has no hope, so it wants you to be an unbelieving person. It scoffs at everything you do. Not to mention, and then added to that, the tiredness, the fatigue, of trying to build something. So the people were tired and they started complaining. They, they started giving in and giving up. 
they started looking at their problems, the dirt, the trash, instead of looking up to God for strength and power to continue. You have to look up to God when you're dealing with this mocking spirit. It says, and our enemies are saying, before the Jews know it or see us, we will be right there among them. We will kill them and that will stop the work. You see? There you are. That's the mocking spirit. It says, before the Jews know it or see us, we will be right there mocking them. We will kill them and that will stop the work. The mocking spirit has one aim, one goal, is to stop the work, is to kill and to destroy, is to destroy and to kill. We're still reading from Nehemiah chapter 4, and this is verse 11, telling you that the spirit is out to kill. He says, before the Jews know it or see us, we will be right there among them. You see, they are among us. They are in your vicinity. They are in your environment. They are in your area, your atmosphere. And he says, we will kill them and that will stop the work. They want to stop the God-given purpose that is in you. They want to stop your success. They want to stop your intelligence, your wisdom, every strength and power God has given you, every good thing, every good gift God has put in you. This mocking spirit wants to stop it. You can't allow that to happen. Go to God. No matter what your situation is right now, regardless of where you have been, who you are, what you've done, what you haven't done, go to God, your maker. He will help you. It says in verse 12, then, then the Jews living among our enemies came and said this to us 10 times. Our enemies are all around us. They are everywhere we turn. They said it 10 times because this mocking spirit will wear you down. It, it, is, it is a persistent spirit. It doesn't stop. It will wear you down and wear you out. And so now the people are, are worn out. 10 times, can you imagine, in verse 12, they say, our enemies are all around us. They're everywhere we turn. That's all they can see now. And that's exactly where the mocking spirit wants you to be. It is an abusive spirit. And it wants you to be in a place where all you see and feel is pain, is shame, is disdain, is misery, is self-pity. Because once you start feeling self-pity, once you start being a victim of it, once you see yourself as a victim, it comes in for the kill. You cannot allow that to happen. Don't allow it to come in for the kill. Don't allow it to put you in a place. Don't allow it to corner you where it'll come for the kill. It's in verse 13, it says, So I put some of the people behind the lowest places. This is Nehemiah talking. So I put some of the people behind the lowest places along the wall. And I put them by the holes in the wall. You see, you have to be vigilant. You have to know, you have to be strategic with this mocking spirit. You pray, ask God for strategy. Use the intelligence and wisdom and insight God has given you. Stop feeling weak. Stop feeling down. Shake it off. It's okay to feel weak and down. It's okay to cry, but you have to shake it off and you have to cover the holes. You have to 
you have to watch your wall. You have to watch your house. You have to watch your spirit, your soul, your mind, your body, your thoughts. He says, and I put them by the holes in the wall. I put families together with their swords, spears, and bows or bows. You have to be ready for war. I put families together with their swords, spears, and bows. Stay together with those who are helping you, who are strengthening you, strengthening you, who are building you up, who believe in you. Get away from this mocking spirit. Surround yourself with people who will not mislead you, who will not deceive you. Pray to God to open your eyes, to know the people around you. Verse 14, it says, After looking over everything, I stood up and spoke to the important families, the officials, and the rest of the people. I said, Don't be afraid of our enemies. Remember the Lord who is great and powerful. You must fight for your brothers, your sons, and your daughters. You must fight for your wives and your homes. Let me add, you must fight for your, for your husbands and your homes. I'm adding that there. It doesn't say that in the Bible, but you get the message. So Nehemiah is saying, this is not the time to complain about the enemy being amongst us. This is not the time to complain about that sarcastic, uh, uh, um, ludicrous spirit, that mocking spirit, that unbelieving spirit, that cough, scoffing spirit. This is not the time. This is the time to stand together and fight that spirit. Bring it down. Bring it down. In verse 15, it says, Then our enemies heard that we knew about their plans. You see, God will reveal. God will expose. The Bible says God reveals to redeem. God will expose. If you go to him, he will show you. He will reveal the plans of the enemy. They knew that God ruined their plans. God will ruin their plans. But you have to believe that. The mocking spirit knows that God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit will ruin their plans. But you have to know that for yourself. You have to believe that and stand tall, stand firm, stand strong. Refuse to give in to the mocking spirit. Refuse to give in to the mocking spirit. So we all went back to work on the wall, verse 15. Everyone went back to their own place and did their part. Do your part. He says, from that day, verse 16, from that day on, half of my men worked on the wall. The other half of my men were on guard, ready with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The army officers stood behind all the people of Judah who were building the wall. The builders and their helpers had their tools in one hand and a weapon in the other. You see how prepared they were? They were ready for this mocking spirit. Verse 18, each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he worked. The man who blew the trumpet to warn the people stayed next to me. Then I spoke to the leading families. Then I spoke to the leading families, the officials, and the rest of the people. I said, this is a very big job, and we are spread out along the wall. We are far from one another. So if you hear the trumpet, run to that place. We will, we will all meet together there, and our God will fight for us. We will all meet together there, and our God will fight for us. Be surrounded by the right people. 
You see how much help you need to fight this mocking spirit. It's a very dangerous spirit. Get all the support you can get. Get all the support you can get. Not people who you tell, you know, you tell about the smoking spirit and then they use it to mock you as well, use it to laugh at you. Ask God to lead you to the right people who you can discuss it with, who you can get help and support from, who will fight with you and fight for you. Verse 21. So we continued to work on the wall of Jerusalem and half the men held spears. We worked from the first light of the morning until the stars came out at night. They had energy, they had power, they had authority, they had zeal, they had hope to continue working. Verse 22, at that time, I also said to the people, every builder and his helper must stay inside Jerusalem at night. Then they can be they can be guards at night and workers during the day. Very strategic. So none of us took off our clothes. Not me, not my brothers, not my men, and not the guards. Each of us had our weapon ready at all times, even when we went to get water. They had their weapons ready at all times. My brother, my sister, dear listener, May your weapons be ready at all times against this mocking spirit. May you always be ready against this mocking spirit. May God empower you. May God strengthen you. May God give you wisdom and skill and energy and wisdom and insight against this mocking spirit. Refuse to be conquered, refuse to be defeated, refuse to be destroyed, refuse to be killed by this mocking spirit. It is evil. Don't play with it. Take it to God in prayer and ask God what to do and who you should be surrounded with and how to fight this mocking spirit. God bless you. God keep you. God protect you. God cause his face to shine upon you and upon your loved ones. And protect your loved ones as well. Not just you, but your loved ones as well. From this mocking spirit. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being here. God bless you. God keep you. Until next time.